Welcome to another episode of Epic Stories from Epic People, a storytelling adventure with students from Oaks Christian School. In today's episode of Epic Stories from Epic People, we're having a lively discussion between three very, very knowledgeable people about logos that modern companies have used that come directly from Greek or Roman mythology and whether or not that logo really promotes the mission statement of that business. So let's begin uh, with you. Uh, From, uh, first of all, John, tell me what is the name of the company that you have chosen? My company name is ExxonMobil. Exxon is spelled with an E-X-X-O-N. Interesting. Okay, so what is their logo? Their logo is a Pegasus in a circle. Okay, and can you, I mean, in your research, what is ExxonMobil's mission statement? What is their purpose in their business? Uh, Well, quoting from the internet, safety, safely market and distribute energy while offering innovative value. Interesting. Okay. So tell me a little bit about what you know about the story of Pegasus. Uh, Well, there are two stories of Pegasus. Um, One is the story of Perseus slaying Medusa, where Perseus uh, looks through his shield uh, at Medusa, who is a monster that turns people to stone who look at her. Ouch. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't hurt because you're turned to stone. You don't have nerves anymore. Mm. But uh, she cuts off your head. Mm-hmm. And uh, he cuts off Medusa's head. And uh, out comes two monsters or creatures, mm-hmm. uh, Pegasus and Creseor. When, you, mean, when you say he came out of, what do you mean? Uh, just out of the stump of the neck. Uh, that just, Perseus cut off. That's what I said. Whoa. I wasn't expecting that. Okay, keep going. You don't expect anything in mythology. It's weird. Mm. Um, and the second one is the story of Bellerophon, which is Bellerophon um, was a hero that was told to slay the Chimera, a abomination made out of uh, a lion's head a goat's body, and instead of a goat's tail, it had an entire snake. Um, the um, It was completely impenetrable, uh, at least for our mortal weapons, and it could breathe fire. So Bellerophon uh, did not know how to even get to it, so the gods sent him a flying uh, horse uh, named Pegasus mm-hmm. um, to aid him in his journey. Okay. And he finally made it to uh, the Chimera and he killed it by uh, sticking a piece of lead on the end of his spear so that when uh, the Chimera breathed fire, it would melt in his mouth and suffocate him to death. That's brutal. It is. Uh, and then he ended up uh, thinking, 
hey, you know, why do the gods get to live on Mount Olympus? And then he put two and two together and realized that he had a flying horse. So he tried to go up into Mount Olympus. Mm. And Zeus saw this and said, only I get to invade people's homes indiscriminately. And he shoots a fire a thunderbolt at him. Did it strike him? Uh, yes. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I don't, I think that's a lesser known story. So thank you. I hadn't heard that one before. Uh, my question for you, Jonathan, is knowing what you do about these two stories that include Pegasus. Uh, do you think ExxonMobil used the picture of a, a Pegasus in their logo on purpose? Um, and do you think that that actually promotes the mission statement of their business? Well, so what I, from what I see, um, not really, because Pegasus doesn't really represent much other than speed. Mm. Um, and it's their mission statement to safely market and distribute energy while offering innovative value doesn't really align at all with what Pegasus is all about. Hmm, interesting. Uh, Susan is with us today. And Susan, tell me, what's the name of your company that you've been researching? Pandora. Well, there's two Pandora companies. Which one uh, are you specifically referring to? I'm referring to the jewelry company. Oh, I love all of their bracelets and the little charms. I, I love Pandora. Um, tell me about Pandora's uh, mission statement. Do you, do, you, do you know what it is? All right. Pandora's mission statement is to offer women across the world an, a universe of high-quality, hand-finished, modern, and genuine jewelry products at affordable prices, thereby inspiring women to express their individuality. To inspire women to express their own individuality. I, I that's a, a very ambitious mission statement. Uh, Pandora, tell me a little bit about the story of Pandora. And John, uh, since you are here, please feel free to jump in and add details to the story of Susan, you know. Oh, I will. Okay. Go okay, ahead, Susan. So Pandora was the first woman created... And mm -hmm. she was given gifts by the gods. And one of these gifts was a jar with a bunch of different things, evil things in it. And um, Zeus gave that to her. and then, as, uh, Presumably as a gift. As a gift. And he just said not to open it. Mm. And she's like, okay, I want to open it. But she opens it. And a bunch of evil things come out. Wait, she was told not to open the jar and by Zeus, the Lord of the universe, as she just decides to open it. Yeah, she's pretty um, ignorant, but it's okay. okay. All right. And when she opens it, a bunch of evil things fly out. And as she's closing it, she traps Hope in there. And now Hope is gone forever. Oh. Anything you want to add to that story, John? Uh, I know she did it as a joke, but she kept Hope in there so that Hope would never leave. Uh, mm. but it really sends the message that hope is gone forever. Um, Out of the world. Yeah, but it's still there. Everything she said was technically right, except a little bit of background information. Mm -hmm. um, one fun fact is that Pandora's name uh, means the gifted one. 
Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's really and, fascinating because the Pandora Jewelry Company, of course, is presumably used to purchase gifts specifically marketed for women. Of course. Interesting. So, Destin, I mean, um, Susan, please tell me what your thoughts are about the, you know, the company using the name Pandora. Do you think it suits the mission statement of the company? You know, I think it suits it in some ways, but not mm. in others. Mm. Because Pandora, it's like the gifted one, you know, Pandora, jewelry, gifts, you know, it's all kind of one. Mm. And, but when you think about the story, it's more about how evil came and it's kind of more about evil, and I don't think they're trying to communicate evil. Mm. They kind of breeze over that aspect yeah. of the story and, and focus specifically to how she was like keeping hope. It sounds like the two of you have different views on the you know the idea of hope being trapped in the box. No, I'm saying that. We have the same idea, that, but it really—that's what the ancient Greeks thought of the myth that hope will never leave mm, if but, you keep it trapped in the in the jar yeah but the way the all the evil things got out mm. was them leaving the jar mm. so they weren't affecting the world before they were in the jar so mm. now hope can't affect the world yeah. now that it's trapped in that jar interesting i hadn't thought about that before and also you might be thinking Wow, I heard it was a jar. I mean, a box, not a jar. I have but often heard to it being referred as Pandora's box. And the jewelry, do they sell it in a box or usually in a little bag, huh? Yeah, I think it's in a box oh. or bag. But in a box the original oh. myth was a jar. But in the 16th century during the Renaissance, it was either mistranslated or they didn't understand the vessel, the type of vessel it was. Mm. So they translated it to a box instead of a jar. That is a fun fact. Different three-letter words. I did not know that. Uh, well, the, the other company that I really want to discuss with you today, and, you know, really feel free to jump in, Susan and John, um, when I talk about the Dove Beauty Bar. So Dove uh, Cosmetic Company has its own uh, mission statement. And basically, they um, really want people to, says, uh, really, their mission statement is to ensure the next generation has a positive relationship with the way that they look. And um, it specifically uses a golden dove as its logo, which I find absolutely fascinating because, of course, the dove in biblical times um, in the biblical stories, when Jesus was um, baptized and he, came, and he came out of the Jordan River, uh, the Holy Spirit landed on him like a dove, which oftentimes, you know, is depicted as, you know, a, a symbol for peace. Yeah, but I think it harkens back even farther, back to the Greek mythology of um, when Aphrodite entered the world. So the story of Aphrodite is that she uh, was not born. She had neither father nor mother, but that she actually appeared one day from some sea foam, some fuzzy, fuzzy sea foam. Uh, the what? Uh huh. Yes. I probably shouldn't mention it. 
Yeah, let me remind you that this is a podcast for children. All right. Anyway, um, from the sea foam, she arose and uh, the west wind was there to witness it. And she immediately was surrounded by the three graces. The three graces are the goddesses of beauty. And so it really gives us the idea of, Pan of Aphrodite being surrounded by beauty all the time, which I think is really fitting for the Dove Beauty Bar Company. Uh, but, but more specifically related to the logo is that Aphrodite was always carried around by a golden chariot. That was her major form of transportation. And that the, and that the, um, uh, what do you call it? The chariot, the golden chariot was pulled by doves, doves. doves instead of horses. Yeah, obviously. I think that's absolutely fascinating because they've chosen this idea of the dove that carries, of course, the goddess of love, surrounded by the three graces, which are the goddesses of beauty. Uh, I just think that in terms of their you know, mission statement, it, wanting to ensure the next generation to have a positive relationship with the way that they look, it gives us the impression that you know all the people that use their product are going to be surrounded by beauty. And I, I, I don't know if I might really be reading into it, but the last time I washed my hands with Dove soap and I lathered up really good, guess what it looked like? Sea foam. Sea foam that Aphrodite mm. was um, appeared out of. She also would go back to that same location every year and go back into the sea and, and be resurrected through the sea foam once again. Um, and be renewed. In other words, she would um, erase that whole year's um, evidence on her body. She would come out of the sea once again, youthful and renewed and clean, which I think does an excellent job of representing the logo and their mission statement. I think it's really fascinating. What do you think, John? Uh, I think it's interesting uh, that so many gods or God, I really like to say mm -hmm. gods because I don't think there should be a difference. Uh, but uh, you don't like it when people make a gender distinction between male and female gods and goddesses. Yeah. Okay. You don't say doctoress. You say doctor. Mm, okay. But, All right. Uh, so gods have chariots drawn by some wacky animal. So, the Norse god Thor mm -hmm. has a chariot drawn by uh, reincarnated goats. Um, goats? Goats, yep. Because mm. uh, goats, if you've ever seen a goat, they're constantly angry. Mm. Um, <laughs> so I just thought that was interesting. Mm. Um, supposedly Ares' chariot is drawn by a boar. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, Destiny, any last thoughts before we go? I really don't. This has been another episode of Epic Stories from Epic People, a storytelling adventure with students from Oaks Christian School. <laughs>